Welcome to Speed Movie Minute, the podcast where we break down the 90s action classic speed one minute at a time. And where we always try to stay above 50. I'll be your SWAT officer, Roger Wistar. And I'm the wildcat behind the wheel, Bentley Michaels. And this is minute 14 of Speed. Uh, This minute starts with Jack being lowered down the elevator shaft with a crane hook. And it ends with an elevator passenger asking to have the doors opened. Mm. So this is our this is our first kind of big, big stunt. And I will talk a little bit about Keanu doing stunts in this movie uh, in a little bit. But first, we have some unfinished business, Bentley, from yesterday. Uh, we have our pop quiz hotshot to return to. Oh, I hate it. Uh, and I am not going to accept no guess from you this time. This is All a right. wild guess question anyway. So let's do it. You must guess. Something. Well, I'm the wildcat behind the wheel. Let's get a wild guess. All right. Well, uh, so we talked yesterday about some of these buildings that we're looking at. Uh, this is the mm. gas company building, and we talked about the Arco Center. But none of these are the tallest buildings in Los Angeles. How tall? And I'll give you a hundred feet in either direction. How tall do you think the tallest building in Los Angeles is right now? Well, let's see. The fifty-third, uh, the fifty-third floor is where, Jan. And so we got. Uh, I'm gonna go. It's way taller than seven hundred feet. Obviously, my gut, Harry. My gut. I'm telling you right now. My gut. I'm going thirteen seventy-five. Uh, Bentley, Mac outwrecks your gut on this question. You are. Oh, you're Mac. You're a little too ambitious, my friend. So the tallest building in Los Angeles, which is the Wilshire Grand Center, clocks in at 1,100 feet. Oh. So I'm sorry. I cannot give you cannot give you credit for that one. Oh, I'm so mad. All right. Well, I mean, that's fair. I mean, like, how many people know how tall all buildings are? Very few, but I've got to sort of get myself back to back to Mount back to Mount 500 as possible. Yeah, you don't want to take those notes. I get it. I get it. You're 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 playing a strategic game, sir. So this minute, this is the one where uh, I think we get to see sort of our first stunt, um, where you know this is obviously Keanu. He's really being lowered down the the elevator shaft set. Uh, and uh, I have a, another quote from your uh, favorite director, Jan de Bont family. Um, actually, this, this quote seems really weird because this movie is coming like less than two years after Point Break. Uh, he said that Keanu didn't really want to be in an action movie. Uh, and then in order to get him, he had to convince him that it would be fun. And the only way they were able to do that was to allow him to do as many stunts as possible. So Keanu does a lot of his own stunts. That makes sense. Uh, in this movie, and this this is this is certainly one of them. Probably one of the safer ones compared to some of the other stuff we're going to see. Yeah, my my first note is Jack starting uh, like this movie is Mission Impossible uh, with Tom Cruise. But that the first Mission Impossible came out in 1996, you know, and they do the upside down rappel down. I would not be surprised if Tom Cruise like saw speed. It was like, hey, I should do that. You mean it wasn't it wasn't some other movie from the catalog of belaying scenes? I mean, I just think that it's like, you know, I'm sure they're. You know, I'm sure there's a million things to do that. But as far as a popular movie, you know, 
this movie came out in 93. That movie came out in 96. So there was probably like a year to a year and a half from when Tom Cruise saw this movie and then was like, hey, man, we need to upgrade it to where like. I can do that better. I can't touch the floor. And, tend to yeah, be horizontal. Exactly. Exactly. And and then also in to go along with that same sort of like Mission Impossible, it could just be the technology of Hollywood. But like we've talked about a little bit here and there, um, uh, uh, True Lies, there's a lot of espionage technology that when you watch the first Mission Impossible, if you've watched this movie and you've watched uh true lies you go oh there's a lot of things that the 1996 mission impossible is taking from both of these movies Uh, that movie is so good though no it is really good it's just really slow when you compare it to like the other movies you know after it um well it's what you get if if they had allowed brian de palma to to direct speed, it would probably look, it would probably have gotten a lot slower too. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, no, it, it, it's an awesome movie. Like I've got the box set of all the mission impossibles and I've watched them all. And I just go like every one of these movies has something worthwhile to like add to action cinema. Uh, we hear, we start to hear a lot more of the, the FX, like more of the wires that like we like that sound that like we're getting to know uh there there's a lot more fx wires and it's going to continue throughout the week what else what's your next note i have it that that harry is you know i i, I kind of almost found it surprising that like harry is letting him down like he's the guy who's like i get that like that's how like you know stuff works but you kind of almost think that like jack is like hooked to the like the thing that we saw on the roof rather than Harry being the inside version of the thing that we saw on the roof, like letting him down slowly. And I understand film wise, like why they did it. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that SWAT officers got advanced rock climbing training. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down Harry, let him down with story breadcrumbs. I was going to say, like, this is this is the minute where we get Chekhov's cheap gold watch. <laughs> I literally have the word breadcrumbs in my notes for this minute, too. So you and I are on the same page here. Yeah. Like, what did you think of that? Like, like seeing that thing. And then he, you know, Jeff Daniels is like, here's a bunch of exposition that's going to pay off later. Like, what do you think? At the time, I think I thought it was just sort of a nondescript throwaway line. I guess knowing what we know now about the rest of the movie. Yeah. So what do you think Bentley about kind of having this plot point sort of pre-fed to you when you really have no way of knowing that it's going to be so important later on in the movie? It wasn't until today, uh, earlier today when I rewatched like the minutes files that we have and I was making notes that I even picked up on it. And maybe I'm just, a silly dum-dum but like today i was like oh right because of the watch later <laughs> <laughs> okay so all right then I, another question for you since we've been talking about kiana's acting this week what do you think about the way he delivers the word cool <laughs> i think it's uh i think it's perfectly put 
<laughs> I don't think it's particularly great. I think it's maybe in Bentley's file of bad ADR. <laughs> They're like, we need this shot, but also, you know what would be great with this shot? A little piece of dialogue that goes over it. So maybe it's not even ADR. Maybe it's like, you know, a little piece of dialogue from a different take, you know, in the same area, et cetera. But like, I was like, that doesn't seem like, that definitely seems like someone cut and pasted that little piece of dialogue in. <laughs> I mean, my next note is great use of the five-story elevator shaft that we talked about, you know, like they're really going to start to make use of that, that five-story set that they built. But my favorite thing comes next in which they, again, cut back to Dennis Hopper with the camera still only above him. And for some reason, he's got some sort of like cable that's hooked to the, you know, elevator. And it looks like some sort of like 90s classic. If he's got a cable that's hooked to this thing that does the thing or whatever, it looks like he's almost trying to like scam an ATM in the lobby. Yeah, he looks like uh, Robert Furlong in Terminator 2 trying to hotwire an ATM. Exactly. Yes, that's a great. Yes, that's a great poll. Yeah, he's got that thing where it's like the little the either that or he's hooking up a dot matrix printer to the elevator. One of those two things. <laughs> And down in the lobby, it's got that like that with the, you know, with like the the holes on the side. And it just comes out pop quiz hot shot on the <laughs> on the lobby printer or whatever. Yeah, we'll find. We'll, I mean, we'll find out later on what exactly he's hooking up there. So that's just a little bit of a tea. Again, he's hearing metal. He's hearing more things. What's happening? And, uh, uh, and, and it's like action starts to happen and Jeff Daniels like grabs Keanu and like he pops up out of that, like very aggressively. It's like reel me in. My last note is the boo hoo of the passengers. Oh, come on, fix it now. <laughs> Those are all my notes for today. Yeah. Jeff Daniels is surprisingly strong in this minute. I don't think I'd be able to haul Keanu Reeves up as quickly as he did. It almost looks like someone reversed the shot, but <laughs> but not in the in not in that 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 crappy way of like where you're like oh that went in reverse, but it almost kind of has that vibe to it. But it's a good piece of athleticism, and I love it. And uh, like I said, boohoo passengers fixed now. What else you got, sir? I've Can talked so much this week. That reminds me of my favorite moment of running film backwards ever. Okay. Uh, have you ever watched the fantastic uh, creature feature Anaconda? Oh, yeah. What a movie. If you watch that movie again, watch real close. There's a scene in that movie with a waterfall. The water is, in fact, flowing up. Really? Yeah. Because of the way they shot it? Like, they shot it upside down, or? No, I think they just decided, that because of the way they wanted to shoot the scene, that they would run the film backwards, and it didn't occur to them to check Oh! <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> they shot it upside down. No, the thing that we were talking about. The shooting things are reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> you got anything else before we do our pop quiz? No, I just had my last thing was boohoo passengers. Fix it now. <laughs> well, you know, okay, so just just to add on to that real quick, I think I'm going to say that this was probably something that Jan de Bont tried to work in there because, you know, I told that story about how he got stuck in an elevator on Die Hard. Sure. And one of the things that he complained about was how hot it got. And that's what we hear at the end of this minute where they're just sort of saying, yeah. like, oh, it's getting really hot in here. Yes. And that explains the red light. That's a that's a JDB special. It's getting steamy, baby. All right, Bentley, let's do our pop quiz for the day. Pop quiz hot shot! You did so well with the numbers question last time that I feel like you deserve another one. <laughs> I'm so excited. Harry talks to Jack in this minute about how the benefits of being a LAPD officer is that you can retire after 30 years and get a cheap gold watch. In fact, that's a little high. So my question for you, and I'll give you plus or minus three years on either side, how long do you have to work as an LAPD officer before you can retire? Think on that. I think this is a pretty standard answer for most police forces too, so I, I think you've got a pretty good chance of getting this right. Why don't you uh, phone a friend to your secret SWAT officer and see if he can tell you the answer between now and tomorrow. <laughs> my secret SWAT officer. You're my SWAT officer, so like... You're just going to give me misinformation. The real SWAT officer, Bentley. <laughs> well, thank you all very much for joining us on Speed Movie Minute. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice. If you leave us an awesome review, I will read it on air and give you a shout out. Uh, if you want to hit us up, you can do it at Twitter speed movie min or speed movie min at gmail.com if you want to just interact with us you got thoughts on the episodes you got theories you got queries hit us up or you want to get the conversation really going facebook group bus 2525 all of these links will be in the show notes of course and if you want to play along with our daily pop quiz on chat spotify if you're a Spotify listener, it's on the bottom of your uh, it's bottom, bottom of your phone, babies. Just hit that little green button, or you can go to our anchor page and answer every single day. Play along with us, and then the winner gets to go head to head with me, Bentley Michaels, for some trivia about the entire movie speed. Once it's all done, so you've listened to every single minute breakdown. You've heard everything. I've watched it a bunch of times, and I'll probably have forgotten everything. Roger will remember everything, write amazing questions, and you will likely win. But until all of those things happen in the future, we will be back tomorrow. But until then, always remember the infamous words of Sam Silver, the bus driver. This ain't no bus stop.